This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Fantasy Football Luton Digital podcast. I'm joined by my host, Steve, a Boxing Day special. Well, the Boxing Day special recorded, in fact, on Christmas Eve in a very, very cold shed at the bottom of the garden, HQ of Luton Digital. And we've got a lot of things to get stuck into and a very freezing room. So let's crack on, Sam. Emails and tweets. First off, we have an email and message from Sam Owen, who taunts us a little bit by applying Merry Canemus, Samo and Steve. And a big shout out to Uncle Andrew, who has been listening from all the way in the land of Australia. No doubt very excited by Mr. Ollie Gunner's performance as the Cardiff United 5-1 triumph still reverberates around the football world. Reflections More on that, Cardiff United win is our first point in reflections this week. United 5, Cardiff 1 for Oli Gunnar's first game as United manager. In among the goals are are Lingard with 2, Herrera, Martial and Rashford with Pogba 3 assists and another assist for Lingard. What are your thoughts? Well, it, um, we'd like to first of all send out an apology to anyone who is listening to Harry the Cat's mystic prediction last week because he did actually predict that uh, Cardiff would win that game 2-1 and how wrong he was, the cat has now been shot. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about that. Um, second talk, second reflection even this week is Kane, Aubameyang, Salah and Son. All turned up with Salah got a goal and an assist against Wolves, and Aubameyang got two goals against Arsenal, and Kane, in fact, got two goals and an assist, as well as Son with two goals and two assists. So, if you do not have any of them players this week, many managers will probably not be getting much points if you haven't had had them this week. I think we could also pick out the surprise win for Watford at West Ham. Everyone was banking on Felipe Anderson. I know some even desperate managers brought in Snodgrass. He was unlucky. had an effort, a couple of efforts that uh, he should have resulted in assists. Uh, It was bad news for my team as well with Mr Dunk. Even though I didn't play him, uh, he could have scored but then got sent off. Unluckily, they booked the wrong man. Surprise win for Leicester at Chelsea, which nobody predicted, and there was no performance at all from Mr Hazard, although he did hit the post, and your man, Mr Alonso, clean through. He must score. But did he score? I think he also hit the post. Another talk, another reflection is Man City lost 3-2 to Palace, which gave Liverpool more, three points, three, even three more points ahead of Man City and they're four, Liverpool now four points ahead of Man City as the title race heats up heats up indeed so a lot to 
reflect on. Just hope that you weren't the people who had to watch Newcastle nil, Fulham nil. That was, by all accounts, a dreadful game. Manager of the Week Time now for our Manager of the Week. And this week, all the way down in 28th place, is Carlos Roman, the injured 11, who got 76 points this week, mainly from a captain of Salah. And he also had Brooks with 15 points, and Aubameyang, and Foster, who got a big 11 points with bonuses and save points. He had Keane with minus one, Holobas, Laporte, Milner, and Torreira, and Chikorito on the bench. And on the bench, I mean, is Duffy, Vokes, Bellerin, and Etheridge. Good effort from you there, Carlos. 76, well done. League Table now for the league table, in first place, who've gained his spot, is Sab Owen. Bangs a match with a massive 70 points this week. He had Kane captain, and Salah, and other players. And Pereiro got 12 points. In second, down, back down to second, is Alex Perry, the sick boys, with not a great score of 44. But um, Sam Owen is, on, is only 7 points ahead of Alex Perry. It's going to be a nervous boxing day. Both of them. In back in third, still in third, I mean, is four more specials. Steve, you got 43 points this week. You had the combination of Salah and Van Dyke. If I recall correctly, Salah set it up for Van Dyke to smash it in. We've got a shed load of points for you. Just to know that if this podcast and the table had been stopped on Saturday night, this table would have looked completely different. Uh, just unlucky on Sunday. You saw Mr. Sané, was it Sunday or was it Saturday? No, Saturday, got, he absolutely smashed the post and had that gone in, we would be looking at a very, very different table. But it's if, muts and buts and maybes and whatever the other phrase that everyone says is. Danny Morgan hanging in there with 41 points. A lot of people had written him off. But who's this? A new figure. All the way from French France, Mr. Mark Burrows is finally coming home. 69 points. He has the combo. He's the only one of the top five to have the combo, Sam, of Aubameyang and Kane in his front three. So, a great effort from him. He has taken quite a lot of time off over Christmas, so it's no surprise he's putting all that effort and energy into finally sorting out his team. And a quick word, because, Sam, you've dropped... Back down to sixth, third disappointing week in a row. But as I was trying to say to you over the weekend, it's not something to get depressed about. Fantasy League is comes in cycles. Mark Burrows has had 17 desperately poor weeks. And yet, it's all worth it because he's got 69 points in week 18. The same for Sam Owen. He had three bad weeks in a row. He's bounced back like Alan Partridge with 70 points to lead. And Tom Kershaw, let's not rule him out, but another desperately disappointing week to drop to 7th. And he is now being chased hard by a new name, Dolph and Safety, Mr David Todd. Talking points. My first talking point is United's 5-1 win over Cardiff. We'll look at that in more detail. But what United player... Is it time to bring in? Because Pogba, three assists. Lingard got two goals and two and one assist, I think. Yes, and Martial performed and Rashford. 
I think both got. And goals. another name for you, Mister Duh. Hey, uh, because you look at United's fixtures, I don't think they even they should have got really. They shouldn't have conceded against Cardiff. It was a very very dodgy penalty. I, th- I uh, think it was the correct decision. It wasn't the correct decision. It was, uh, ball to arm. Sorry or whatever to disagree with you, but so. I think it was correct. So. De Gea and Lingard for me, as you'll find out later. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, Pogba's too expensive. Martial, he's a bit too on the wing for me. And what I liked about Lingard is, I mean, if you take the, the viewpoint that the last person to take a penalty is on penalties, I think Lingard is on penalties. And people don't really trust Pogba with that dodgy run-up. Um, but no doubt he will get a big one-pointer in the next game. Rashford, I know a lot of people have gone and he's shot up. There's 200,000 managers, in fact, who've brought him in already this game week. That will now be 2001, but more about that later. Uh, he's not going to do it tonight. He will go up to 7.1, by the way, so uh, get on with it if you're going to do it. Next, we have Trent Alexander-Arnold is fit and available for the game against Newcastle. Will you be bringing him back, Steve? Can't afford to this week because I've already made two transfers. So the short answer, no. Also, I did find him a little bit of a rotation risk and he is not going to get out of Mr Van Dyke. I do like Kalashnikov. Um, he, he he did well, but again, they let in goals. So uh, it's not quite right the defence, but uh, I'm sticking with Van Dyke For now, on that, Samo. Spurs coverage. That's my talking point. I mean... It's got to that stage of the season where even the people who don't really like Spurs like us are thinking, oh no, we've got to bring some of these guys in. But Ali's done his hamstring. He went off, so dodgy one there. You've got uh, Son, Ericsson and Kane. Which ones? I'd just like to add that. Ericsson scored in the last two weeks. I got rid of him this week and fortunately he scored. But I saw a post online saying that Ericsson is playing quite a bit deeper this season he is. and he's not right up in attack like he may he may be listed as an he may be listed in the um formations playing really up top but he is helping out more in central midfield and two goals in the last two games i'm not sure if that could continue and son son is a, a bit of a rate, rotation risk in my opinion but in three games i think it's either two or three games he is off for the Asian Cup, which he means that he will miss the games once a few games once that starts. And Ali, like you said, stunned his hamstring, I think. Kane is I'm not sure about Kane. You have to completely I'd restructure like, your yes, team to bring Kane in. That he's is he's expensive issue. and he is basically guaranteed goals in the next few games, but I don't think it's worth it to bring for me bringing him Kane. But I'd I'd look I'd look if you could get him in, I'd look at it. It'd be interesting what our leader, Mr Alex Perry, does this game week. Well, he's not our leader anymore, is he? In fact, our second place, because he's under pressure from uh, the team in third, who have been pushing him very hard and yes. almost caught him last week. 25-point gap there. And he's, is he going to react to what Sam Owen's done and bring in Kane this game week? As a big Arsenal fan, I'd be tempted to say, well, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but he is, and I think he has an avoidance of Kane. He has Tottenham issues, so I suspect he won't be bringing him in. But who knows? Game week preview. Game week 19 preview. And this is on all the games on, apart from one game, I mean, 
most of the games are on Boxing Day, apart from Southampton and versus West Ham, which is the day after. First, we just start with Fulham against the Wolves. How do you see that playing out? Um, well, difficult to tell. I would to go for a Wolves win, maybe with Camera, who I've still got an eye on, just to save a bit of money in the attack. Maybe netting a consolation. Burnley Everton. Everton. Uh, it's all tailed off a bit, hasn't it? Six goals conceded. I thought uh, they weren't great defensively against uh, Spurs. Obvious to say. And Burnley. Who knows? Burnley don't look like scoring a lot of goals at the moment. Nil nil. Palace Cardiff. I think this will be a Palace win. Cardiff. They're not 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 bad goal scorers. I'm not saying they've scored a lot of goals, but quite a few times I've had a defender who's playing against Cardiff, and I, and I play them and I expect Cardiff not to score, but I do get a goal. So, 2-1 Palace. I the interesting thing for me there with uh, Hennessy, who have actually now sold, because uh, he may be back, although he may not be. Apparently the new keeper is better with the ball at his feet, his distribution. That's why Hodgson may stick with him, but watch that if you've got Hennessy. Uh, Leicester... City, City disappointing against Palace. Um, Rumours are that Mares will start that, so that means that's bad news for either Sterling or Sané, or possibly both. Uh, I suspect De Bruyne might start as well that game. Your view? Well, we have both Sané and Sterling, so it'll be bad if he does start. If he one of them doesn't start, but I do have reinforcements ready on the bench this week. I think Bad City will win that. Because they'll be wanting to score and do well after losing to Palace. Liverpool against Newcastle. How do you see that one turning out? Liverpool, Newcastle. I see Newcastle not troubling the scorers. And Liverpool having an easy win. Man United against Huddersfield. Uh, United, hopefully, will... Do the business. More free-flowing attacking football. It's just a question if they can keep a clean sheet and whether Mr Lingard can keep up his form from Saturday or Friday. Saturday. I think I hear Lukaku is out for that game, but he may be returning the game after that. So Rashford hopefully will be up front. Lingard. Spurs, Bournemouth. Bournemouth won 2-0, but uh, Brighton were unlucky apparently. Uh, I think Bournemouth... This could be wrong, but it's something like five defeats in seven for Bournemouth. So you would have to go with Spurs form for a big Spurs win there. And let's just hope that Kane does not do too much damage. Brighton against Arsenal. Arsenal are not doing amazing at the moment. They did win in the last game against Burnley. but a bit of a I think there'll be goals spell. in that one. Goals in that one. Watford, Chelsea. More on, more on this fixture later in Harry the Cats Mystic Predictions. With Watford, Chelsea. Uh, and Southampton West Ham well Southampton a side reborn under Mr Rabbit Hutch and let's find out do you think Sam that they will uh, beat the inconsistent West Ham who won three in a row or two in a row or something and then collapse against Watford I think this will be a draw I think big big things maybe some big big figures from Mr Daddy Eggs but I think this will be a draw Southampton are doing quite well at the moment though so they're a team to watch and maybe consider bringing in Mr. Danny Eggs if you can, if you have space in your team for him. Big one, Matthew. Time now for the section of the show we call Big One Matthew, the player who we predict 
will do big things this week. And unfortunately, I'm going to slightly bet them against myself. I've got a feeling Harry Kane will be getting a hat-trick against Bournemouth. So if you haven't got him, rip up your team and bring him in. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction My Mystic Prediction this week is that Watford will beat Chelsea. I think Watford beat West Ham 2-0. Before that, Watford beat Cardiff 3-2 and they drew at Everton. And Chelsea, they lost to Leicester and and they did beat Brighton and City, but I I hear they've not they're not doing great at the moment. They're in need of a striker in January. They may be signing Wilson. I'm not too sure on that, but I think Watford's are in Quite decent form. I think they'll surprise Chelsea and win that game. There now follows a special message for our Australian friend, Mr Evan Weeks. If you are helping out with the Christmas turkey tomorrow, just lay off the drink until the main part of the cooking is done. Help me, please. So we're helping this week Mr. Graham Matthews, who has an unusual team, Sam, doesn't he? Because he only selects Englishmen in his team. So with that restriction, let's have a quick review of how his team is looking, starting with the keepers. Hart and McCarthy. I'm not sure about Hart. He has Burnley. I'm not great at getting many clean sheets. McCarthy from Southampton, maybe not too bad. I replace Hart, but it's quite tough to say because... Not many English keepers. Well, I think there might be a few, actually. Let's have a quick look at this one. Well, Pickford is the obvious one, isn't he? He's the England keeper. But uh, if you just let in six, um, probably not going to bring him in. What about the defence, Sam? Uh, Mr Matthews' defensive line-up. Um, I saw a couple of omissions there. But uh, your view on that defensive line-up? What, can you improve it? I would look to bring... Never mind. Who's he got and who would you bring in? Walk, he has Walker, Keane, Dunk, who was sent off, Alexander-Arnold, who's back from injury, and Chilwell. Yeah, so that's not too bad. Uh, but certainly two you could look at there, Graham, is, uh, or are, Trippier and Mr. Wan Bissaka, who did start the season at just 4.1 and now he costs loads, but uh, you, you could still afford him. So Trippier and Wan Bissaka there. Are uh, interesting options. Midfield is Milner, Sterling, Walcott, Ali, and Barkley. The two weak links there, obviously, being Barkley and Ali if he is injured. And possible suggestions for changes there are the inform Madison from Leicester and also Andros Townsend, who scores usually in spells. He obviously got the goal of the season. Last weekend, so maybe look at those two. Also, you could consider Lingard. Hey, Lingard is another option. Up front, you have Kane, Murray and Wilson. There's not a lot wrong with that, is there? Uh, the only thing, if you do need to save a bit of money, and again, he is going up, but you could certainly downgrade one of those, possibly Murray, to Mr Danny Ings. Although, will we always get big, big things? Oh, and I'm not sure how much money is in the bank for Graham. Point five. Point, point five. Point five. You could maybe look at um, Rashford, but I don't think it's worth. 
Could look at Rashford. Yes, you could That's actually. Correct. Could look at Rashford. So some great suggestions there. And, and I remember we had a team last year, didn't we, that we was two years ago that was England only internationals, and that was in the days where England team wasn't wasn't so good. So it's certainly possible to select an England team. The interesting thing, if you look down the top twenty scorers, I think the only one who is up there, apart from is, is Sterling and Kane. You will. Can you think of any others that are in the top twenty scorers? How Still, is Do- is Doty English? No, he's not. No, English, he's Scottish. No. I think he's Irish, in fact. What about Trent Alexander Arnold? He might not in the top. Uh, not in the top. No. Okay, so that is the surgery this week. Hope that helps you out, Graham. And a very merry Christmas to you, sir. My team, your team. I'll just be making the one change for this week, which is getting rid of Callum Wilson and bringing in Marcus Rashford. Slightly reactionary after Man United's 5-1 win against Cardiff, but it's mainly because Man United have Huddersfield at home next, and then they have Bournemouth, I think. So uh, Rashford leading the line against Huddersfield. Lukaku may be back the next game, but I still think Rashford, if he continues his form, will probably be in the starting lineup. That's my change for this week. What about you, Steve? It's not a bad shout from yourself there, Samuel. Um, I have made a double change. It's a bit reactive. But on the basis that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is the new messiah, I have brought in De Gea for Hennessy, uh, a bit fed up with his back problem. And I've also brought in Lingard for Mr. Felipe Anderson, who apparently is the best player every game for West Ham, but he doesn't quite score enough goals for me. And if it's on a punt that Lingard is going to retain the penalty-taking duties. He also, if you noticed, he did stay on to the end of the game against uh, Cardiff. And he was the one who was floating all around the pitch. And I think he's got the licence. And I think he's actually more clinical than either Rashford or Martial. So there's a lot to like about him. And of course, final factor, very, very cheap. Very cheap. But he got 18 points. The one thing, two big rules, Sam, that you're learning as you go on your fantasy league journey. One is uh, never spend points at Christmas on players who aren't injured. So You learnt that when you got rid of Ericsson because you should only really concentrate on getting rid of injured players. And secondly, is that if someone has an 18-point game week, as Lingard has, how many points will they get the next week? One. More than four. They'll get one. Oh. That always happens. Always happens. <laughs> Quite a tough choice for the Golden Gamble this week. I'm going to go with Aubameyang on the fact that he's recently scored two goals against Burnley. Against Brighton away. But it's tough because I can choose between Sterling or Sané against Leicester away. But like we said earlier, not sure. You said Mares is likely to start. And I'm not sure which one of Sané and Sterling will start with him. And Hazard, a bit of a risky choice because I'm not sure what to think about Chelsea. They did lose against Leicester recently as well. So I think I'm going to go with Mr. Aubameyang against Brighton away. Probably makes sense because he's absolute shoo-in, isn't he, to start. I will be going Salah at home to Newcastle. Uh, should have gone for him against Wolves. That was a mistake. The fourth official indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. So that completes another pod. Uh, It hasn't got any warmer in this shed, so we will be buying a heater 
in the Argos sale uh, that kicks, I think, starts um, starts tonight. So if uh, you want to get on it, uh, the Argos website. Um, final question for you: other than a sleigh load of points, what are you hoping for from Father Christmas? Not too much, to be honest. Maybe some clothes and some other books and things. So that... Mainly I'm looking forward to the fantastic Christmas dinner which Steve is going to cook up on Christmas Day tomorrow. No pressure there. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great Christmas. We'll be back on Friday with another pod as we approach the halfway point. This is the halfway week of the season and we'll be taking an in-depth review and asking the question, can Mr Sam Owen keep up this renaissance in form? A very Merry Christmas from everyone at Luton Digital. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.